Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You, the show where Jordan and Kristen pray for you, hence the name. It delivers what it promises. So here's what we're going to do. Um, we got a bunch of prayers we're going to get to tonight for specific people, but obviously Kristen here is also going to pray for everybody listening at home. Before we get to that, I just want to talk real quick about the importance of giving, and in particular the importance of tithing in order to unlock the blessings that God has for you. Now, in previous episodes, I've spoken about certain things that can block your blessings, right? I've spoken about unforgiveness. If you have unforgiveness in your life, you really got to get rid of it, and you might even have to ask God to show you where you have unforgiveness that maybe you've forgotten about. And I also mentioned jealousy. Jealousy is a real problem, especially when the thing that you're jealous for is what God has put on your heart. Uh, to have. So, for example, if you believe God has put on your heart to have a certain position, but you're jealous of someone who's already in that position, that is not going to work. And the real reason is because jealousy combines several deadly sins into one, right? It combines idolatry, because you're making an idol out of the thing you want. It combines pride, because you're saying, you know, I should have that position. It actually also combines lust. I didn't really mention that the first time, but it's really a lustful thing. That That's mine. I want that. That should belong to me. Okay, so you have unforgiveness and you have jealousy and you have to get those out of your life. But lastly, or I don't know if I should say lastly, but just as importantly is tithing, okay? The Bible actually says that people who don't tithe are literally robbing from God. And that is a bad way to try to get on God's good side, to actually commit a crime against him. I mean, that's how serious it is. It's no joke. It's not something that's optional or just something you can do when you think, you know, the, it's in the budget. No, it, it's the first thing in your budget, believe me. I'll tell you two things about that real quick, okay? Number one, I know there are a lot of people who um, who are hurting for money right now. We get these prayer requests all the time. And finances, it's a difficult topic for a lot of people to talk about because what happens? I start mentioning you should give and you think, oh, great, here's this preacher. First, I'm not a preacher. I'm a lawyer, just so you know. Okay, but here's this guy who's going to ask us for money. Kristen and I will never ask you for money. We don't ask for money. We won't accept money. We put out our own money to do this show, Okay. And we're doing it because we're trying to help people, especially people who are dealing with lack in their life. And the the two topics we get the most prayer requests for are probably health and money, right? So what I would tell you is this. Number one is if you're hurting for money, you got to tithe. And you might think, well, how can I tithe? I'll tithe when I have enough money to do so. How can I tithe when I only have a little amount? No, that's especially when you need to. And I'll I'll teach you something about that real quick. If you can't tithe on a small amount, you're not going to be able to tie them a much bigger amount because writing a small check is a lot easier than writing a big one. If someone gives you 100 bucks and you can't write a check for 10, how do you think you're going to write a check for 10,000 if somebody gives you $100,000? And believe me, as, as somebody who you know has been professionally successful and, and has given faithfully, I can tell you writing the bigger checks is a lot harder. And I, the only way I'm able to do it now is because when I was much younger, I built myself up by writing the much smaller ones. So you're Start small. Don't think I'll start tithing when I get the blessing. No, you got to tithe to unlock the blessing. And you got to do it cheerfully. I remember when I was in college, I'll tell you this story real quick. I know my two minute message tends to be five minutes, but whatever. When I was in college, I was getting into this debate with my friend over whether or not you're supposed to tithe on your pre tax money or your after tax money. In other words, is it, is it 10% after taxes, like the money I get to keep, or does God want me really to tithe on my gross income? 
and then lose taxes out of that. And I was debating with my friend, and I don't remember what we resolved really. But you have to understand, when I was in college, I was really very well off, okay? My, my family was professionally very successful, and a lot of people go to college and they don't have any money. I was the opposite, okay? I had a beautiful, brand-new Corvette sports car, okay? I had a closet full of the finest suits. I had a gold watch. I had, no, I had a credit card. I had no shortage of money, okay? I, had, I was really living pretty large in college. And I remember I had this conversation with my friend. I said, God, you know, this is that cheap. I was, I'm almost ashamed of this, but I'll tell you the story. I said, God, do I really have to tithe off of my, my pre-tax money? Or is it, you know, it's okay. I pay my taxes first, and then I, I give you 10% of what's left over. And I remember, not that I hear audible voices, okay? This isn't like, you know, Moses with the burning bush. Don't go telling people that Jordan's like having audible hallucinations. That's not what I'm talking about. But I could feel right in here God saying to me, uh, no, Jordan, you don't, you don't have to tithe off of your gross income. And you also don't have to have a nice car. You don't have to have nice suits. You don't have to have all this money in your pocket. You don't have to have a gold watch. There are lots of things that you don't have to have right now. And I thought, okay, that's it. I get it. I get it. And what was really personally embarrassing to me about that is not so much that I was being cheap with God after he had been so generous to me, which is bad enough, by the way, but that I was talking about giving as though it was a duty, as though it was something that was that I had to do because I was doing it grudgingly, like like I was paying a bill or something. Oh, I got to give God his check. All right, here's the rent check, and you know, here's the for the phone bill. Okay, fine. Like he's a debt collector. It's not that at all. I mean, how disrespectful is that of me? You know, when I give something to Kristen here, I do it cheerfully. I love giving her things. She loves getting things too. I do. I, do. I love giving her things, and I, it's not like <laughs> I give her. <laughs> it's not like I give her something nice, like a beautiful diamond bracelet or something like that. And I'm like, okay. Now, by the way, Kristen, here's how much this costs. And I want you to keep track because I expect you to reciprocate with something of, of equal or greater value. I'd be in uh, trouble. Right. So I don't. No. I I I give without expectation of getting anything back from her, just because I love her that much, and I just want to make her happy. Well, it shouldn't be any different with God, right? You shouldn't give to God. The Bible, you shouldn't give to God just because uh, you're expected to. The Bible says God loves a cheerful giver. Well, don't we all, right? So don't, don't give to God out of obligation. Be happy that you have something to give to God. Give it to him cheerfully. And I promise you, if you give to God without, without doing it because it, it's a good investment, God will give you the greatest return on investment ever. You cannot outgive God, I promise you, okay? If he entrusts you with a small thing and you're faithful with that, he'll entrust you with even bigger and greater things. So that's my quick two-minute message for tonight, which has gone now seven minutes, and I apologize. But really, I'm going to be talking a lot more about tithing because it's something that I learned very early in life, and it's unlocked all kinds of supernatural blessings for me in terms of finances and in terms of really being prosperous in all things. The more you learn about blessings the more you'll realize they're not compartmentalized. God's not going to bless you financially and then give you bad health and bad relationships. Either you're being blessed by God in all these things or you're out of the blessing zone. And my goal here is to get as many of you into the blessing zone as possible. And these are just the first of, I think, many teachings I'm going to do on that. All right? So that's my message for today. Kristen, I know there are a lot of people watching right now. Do me a favor. uh, Go knock their socks off with an inspiring prayer. Sure. I'll just add to that because that was so good. Uh, You said about tithing. Tithing is not just financial. It's also your time. I know that Jordan and I tithed our um, some single years before we met each other and um, tithed in in our time. We tithe by um, giving God our first in prayer and and everything. So tithing is a general concept of giving God the first of everything. And it makes a huge difference. Like you said, it's not a duty. It's it's something that makes a difference. And um, just from my perspective, I've known what it's been like. I feel like Paul sometimes to be in need and to have plenty. I've I've known... uh, 
times of my life to be very financially successful and kind of the opposite end of the coin. And I can tell you in both times that God is faithful and he does things in amazing ways. And even when he doesn't give you, he may bless you with the, the money when you tithe, but he also may just bless you with a lot of freebies, a lot of free, amazing things. And he cares about all of your needs, both big and small. So um, so just wanted to encourage uh, someone with that tonight. So thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for who you are. I pray for each person listening tonight, or this afternoon, or whatever time zone you're on, that your people would know, each and every one of us, God, would know how much you love us. I pray for someone tonight who feels unloved. I pray that you would just reach in and give your comfort and your love. Lord, for each person who feels far from you, God, when we draw near to you, you draw near to us. I pray that your, your hands and feet, that you, Lord, your spirit, would just wrap around these people, Lord. Wrap around your people with a warm blanket, Lord. Lord, I pray for someone tonight who feels lonely or discouraged, God. Lord, give them their heart's desire. Give them a word of encouragement, God. God, thank you for your work in so many amazing ways. Lord, you are our refuge. The Bible says it over and over again. The word of the Lord is... It's a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. Lord, we are safe. You are our refuge, God. Our ever-present help in time of trouble. And with what we're facing as a nation, as a global community, as individuals, God, when we see these prayer requests, God, and, and for those who didn't submit prayer requests, I pray that each person would feel your love for them, your plan, and feel you as their safety net, God. When we get to our end of the rope, our rope, you begin, Lord. When we feel like we're falling, you are the safety net that catches us. God, I just pray, I pray for the person right now who feels like they're drowning, God. Drowning in death, drowning in, in discouragement, drowning in fear, drowning in, in anything that is not of you, drowning in, in depression, God, you have not called us to live a life of despair. No, regardless of what is going on, Lord, you are on the throne. And I pray just like you did in Isaiah when you uh, had your right hand, Lord, you, you uphold us with your right hand. I pray for that person and those people, because I feel like it's more than one person, to feel you pull them out of, of those waters where they feel like they're drowning. Pull them out like in Isaiah, your, your right hand. The Bible talks so much about your right hand. Your right hand is your blessing, the hand of your blessing, Lord, that they would feel. I pray for your people tonight who feel discouraged, that they would feel you and your presence, Lord, and they would feel your hand on them, your hand on their family. I pray for the person tonight who feels that they have sinned too much, beyond that there's nothing that can be done, or that their family is, is, just, is just cursed, or, or, that, or that things just can't be reversed. In Jesus' name, I declare your family is under God's blessing and God's covering, God's umbrella. And so we pray for your family and we pray for you to feel God's love and his blessing on you. The sins of previous generations, your sins are broken in Jesus' name the minute you come to the cross. Yes, it may take a process if you, if you have to have a process, but you were forgiven the minute you gave your heart to the Lord. And I pray for the person who feels like, I just can't even try too hard. It's too hard. I can't even try anymore. Lord, that you would just be 
that you would fill in the gap. The person who doesn't know the solution, God. The person who just feels so afraid. The person who feels like life is not worth living, Lord. The person who just feels like no one cares. The person who wonders where you are, God. Would you come in? Would you just show yourself? Lord, I know your character. Lord, I've walked with you a long time. And I've had times where I felt like you were far from me. And I know that every person, if they were honest with themselves, would say the same. That there were times that felt like I didn't know if you were going to deliver on a promise, Lord. And I remind myself of all the things you've delivered on, Lord. And I thank you, God. So I, I know how those, those people are feeling tonight. I pray that you would just show your face to them, God. You're not a man that you should lie. Your character, your love, your truth, you're steadfast in your love in all things, God. And Lord, I just pray that you would just come down and descend. Descend your spirit on all these households, Lord, around the world. Descend your love. Descend your angels, your warring angels, God. Your peace, your comfort, your comfort that goes beyond circumstances, your comfort that goes beyond. Go deeper in us, Lord. Draw near to us as we draw near to you, God. Speak into our hearts. Show us who you are. And let us fall deeply in love with you mm. and your beautiful safety net. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Another wonderful prayer. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, let's get to these specific prayer requests here. we got a bunch of them. All right, my friends. So um, I'm going to list off some specific prayer requests. These are uh, people who took the time out of their day to send us um, messages through the Facebook app. And we're going to pray for them individually. But we'd also, of course, ask that you pray for them as well at home. All right, number one, Damon uh, writes, Please pray for my wife. She's a second grade teacher. Uh, he asked that God give her wisdom to teach her class online. He also says, My surgery on my foot has been postponed. Please pray for my healing. In Jesus' name, we declare victory. All right, well, certainly going to pray for uh, your wife and your foot. And I'm going to pray even you might not even need surgery. And if you do, that's certainly God's going to give the doctors wisdom. And uh, he's going to guide their hands. And, and you're going to have a great recovery. Christine, please pray for me for good results from the blood work I'm having done tomorrow, April 2nd, which is actually today. Right. But you know what? God knew ahead of time that you sent this prayer in, so it doesn't That's matter. Right. They are checking my thyroid again as the blood work taken three weeks ago showed the possibility of a hyperactive thyroid. I've been asking God to heal me from that. Okay. Also, can you pray that God will heal me from type 1 diabetes for complete healing and to keep me protected from the coronavirus? Well, you know what? I have good news for you. God's not going to heal you from one or two things and then have you fall victim to the coronavirus. That's not how this works. Mm -hmm. So we're praying for a supernatural healing in all things for Christine. And yes. we'll, we'll do kind of a more broader prayer at the end. Berto, here's a good one. Pray for persecuted believers yes. in Christ around the world. Yes. We get a lot of messages, especially mm -hmm. from believers in um, India Pakistan, yeah. uh, Papua New Guinea, places Fiji. like that. Fiji, another one, good one, um, from people saying that, you know, believers are being persecuted badly here. You know, in the United States, it's something we take for granted that we can just, well, first of all, do a show like this and read the Bible and go to right. church and stuff. But there are lots of people, lots of places where you can't do that. Or if you are doing it, you're certainly treated as a second-class citizen. And in a lot of places like India in particular, we're finding that um, there are, the coronavirus, because of, I don't know if it's rationing or, or regulations or what, mm -hmm. that the religious communities, in particular the Christian communities, uh, seem to be hurt the most for whatever reason. So keep all of them in your prayers. Got it. Mary, please pray for my children in Aussie and our health, energy, and happiness. We'll certainly do that. Alana writes, please pray for my uncle. He is sick. In Jesus' name, he is healed. Yes. By the way, I'm going to do a message one of these days 
probably in the next couple days, about how death and life is in the power of the tongue. It's Proverbs 18.21. So don't write prayers, my uncle is sick. You can say my uncle is afflicted with sickness, but don't take ownership of it. So I don't acknowledge your uncle is sick. I say that your uncle is healed in Jesus' name. Naz Moon, please pray for my family needs. I need a prayer from me. I'm living in Trinidad. Um, I guess he's from Guyana. He wants to go back to Guyana, but he has no money right now even to buy food. Mm -hmm. So pray for Naz Moon. Tadorka asks that we pray for Bulgaria and Italy. We'll certainly do that. We'll pray for the whole world. Rebecca, please pray for my health. Been struggled with my health for so long in agreement with Jesus' name. Amen. She writes, Amen. Yes, I like that. Okay, whatever. <laughs> you got it, Rebecca. Ikoda, sir, I'm Isaiah Ikoda from Nasarawa, Nigeria. What I need is I want you to pray for me for the wisdom from God and to stand firm in Christ alone. That whole standing thing, people lose sight of that. If you actually read the part of the New Testament where Paul is talking about putting on the full armor of God, he says, put on the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the uh, belt of truth, the, sh the, the feet shod in, um, was it faith, sort of salvation, Message. and the, uh, the shield of faith, and what is it, the uh, feet shod in peace. Yeah. Got it. And he says, once you put all that on, and this is the part people miss, he says, and stand. In other words, it's not just putting the stuff on. You have to take a firm stand against really the, the forces of darkness. So absolutely, we're going to pray that uh, God gives you the strength to stand, and we're praying he's already done that. All right, Ritian, I hope Ritian, can you please pray for my son who has a stammering problem, and he cannot speak properly, and also he has debligia, which means he still walks on his tiptoes. Thanks a lot, and God bless. Well, first of all, we're going to pray that God not only remedies the stammering problem, but if there is an underlying cause of that stammering problem, we pray that God heals him from that as well. Yes. Uh, we also pray that uh, God heals him from this uh, walking malady that he seems to have. Yes. Okay, here's a here's one that really got uh, my attention in Christians as well. I mean, they all do, but you know, some of these are longer than others and are more detailed. So, Pratiksha, Pratiksha, a young lady from, uh, I'm not really sure well, sure where, but here, here's the long and the short of it. She had to break up with her partner, Rahul, because they want to get married, but Rahul's parents really want an arranged marriage, and spoiler alert, they want to arrange it with someone else other than her. But she has faith that God is going to see this through, and so in Jesus' name, we're going to pray for total victory in that situation. Yeah. Now she says, also pray for my family. A lot of the obstacles are gone, whether in financial blessing or career-wise, and we're going to pray for that. Although, remember what I said at the beginning also about what you need to be doing as far as that goes. Pray for my brother to get a better job where Jesus wants and also that I get a job as I am jobless since a year. Okay, we're going to pray for that. Same thing. Pray that my PCOD health issues get healed and I lose all of my weight as I'm overweight. And if I don't lose weight, I might not be able to conceive. All right, that's certainly a very serious prayer. We're going to keep that in mind. And pray for my grandfather's court case. All the hearings are resolved and God gives everything what my grandfather owns. Thank you so much. Praise the Lord. I don't think she knew you were a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, well, anyway. Well, that's great. <laughs> hey, God is the ultimate advocate. That's you know, right. Actually, I heard, it's interesting. We're going a bit long today. I think it was, I forget, it was Osteen. It might have been Osteen who was talking about how, no, it wasn't. It was Sandy Adams on my um, Through the Word app. He's talking about, you know, how Satan is called the accuser of the brethren. Mm. He's basically a prosecutor and he's seen everything you've done. And he goes in front of the, the great holy court and he brings all this evidence with him. He's got all this videotape of stuff he did, all yeah. the audio recordings, all the pictures and everything, this giant stack of evidence. And uh, Jesus just raises an objection and says, objection, Your Honor, all that's inadmissible. That's okay, good. he is the ultimate lawyer. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right, so there you go. Judge, lawyer, everything. Sego Posto, prayer for healing. Mm -hmm. Short and sweet. You got it. Gene, every day I ask Jesus to come into my life, I ask him to forgive me for myself. What I want a lot is my job is giving me problems. I want to find another job and get one that's new. That's why I'm praying for. Could you help me with that, please? Here's the thing about people who want new jobs. 
there's not there's, if God has put on your heart for a new job, that's great. We're going to pray for that. But if you want to advance out of that job to a different one, you got to finish what God put you in that job for yeah. first. So do it with a cheerful heart. Maybe there's people there who need the Lord. Who knows? But you've really got to seek God. How do I how do I complete the task that you've assigned me at this job so that you can promote me to the next one? That's okay. Right. So we're going to pray for that. We're going to pray also that any obstacles that are in the way for the next job uh, get removed. And just keep in mind what I said before about asking God to show to you any jealousy you might have in your heart, um, any unforgiveness, and also keep on tithing. All right? That's right. Okay, Mercy. person's name is Mercy. Good PM. Good afternoon. Please help me pray for my partner who's with another girl now. And Mercy says she's waiting for him with their two daughters. The girls really miss him a lot. We don't know where he is now, but I'm hoping he will realize that he still misses our children. Well, this is you know totally heartbreaking, not just for Mercy, but for the kids also who are missing the father. And, you know, we know that God is the father to the fatherless mm-hmm. and everything, right. and he's the husband of the husbandless of the widows. But we also believe in a God of restoration. So we're not really quite ready to give in on this situation yet. We're going to agree with you in prayer that if that's what God's put on your heart, that he's going to return this person and give you full restoration. Okay, Andalyn from the Philippines, 37 years old, has a son. He's disabled for almost 13 years. Andalyn is not the son because of tumor of the spine that causes lower lower extremities to half paralyze. Mm. Yeah, he's thankful because people outside are praying for everyone. It's amazing how it is that the people who are afflicted the most yeah, will I write know. us these prayers with, will, where they talk about how thankful they are. I know. And it's very convicting, you know. I mean, I, you know, I have a bad day sometimes if I have to get up too early. And here are people who, mm. like, literally can't get up and right. they have joy in their heart. I know. I would like to ask you, please include us in your prayers and also pray for my health problem. I have a UTI problem. That's urinary tract infection. My son named Kurt who for his behavior, attitude, and salvation. My financial needs. My family almost financially drained because I keep going in and out of the hospital. And my condition is stable. Need to buy for my... Need, they need to buy for himself a diaper. Asking God to show to you any jealousy you might have in your heart. Um, any unforgiveness. And also keep on tithing. All right? That's right. Okay, Mercy. person's name is Mercy. Good PM. Good afternoon. Please help me pray for my partner who's with another girl now. And Mercy says she's waiting for him with their two daughters. The girls really miss him a lot. We don't know where he is now, but I'm hoping he will realize that he still misses our children. Well, this is you know totally heartbreaking, not just for Mercy, but for the kids also who are missing the father. And, you know, we know that God is the father to the mm-hmm. fatherless and everything, right. and he's the husband of the husbandless of the widows. But we also believe in a God of restoration. So we're not really quite ready to give in on this situation yet. We're going to agree with you in prayer that if that's what God's put on your heart, that he's going to return this person and give you full restoration. Okay, Andalyn from the Philippines, 37 years old, has a son. He's disabled for almost 13 years. Andalyn is not the son because of tumor of the spine that causes lower lower extremities to half paralyze. Mm. Yeah, he's thankful because people outside are praying for everyone. It's amazing how it is that the people who are afflicted the most yeah, will write us these prayers with, will, where they talk about how thankful they are. I know. And it's very convicting, you know. I mean, I, you know, I have a bad day sometimes if I have to get up too early. And here are people who, mm. like, literally can't get up and right. they have joy in their heart. I know. I would like to ask you please include us in your prayers and also pray for my health problem. I have a UTI problem. That's urinary tract infection. My son named Kurt who for his behavior, attitude, and salvation. My financial needs. My family almost financially drained because I keep going in and out of the hospital. And my condition is stable. Need to buy for my... Need, they need to buy for himself a diaper. 
I think this means catheter, urine bag, bed sore ointment, and more needs. Well, it's very personal, but you know what? Um, the Bible says you have not because you ask not. Yes, so I'm glad that you, I'm yeah. glad you, you called this out in faith and asked for it. Svitlana, uh, dear afternoon. Thank you so much for your ministry, which God put into our hearts, put, which I put into your hearts. That's us. She has three requests. For the baptism of the Holy Spirit for her son, for my friend to accept Jesus Christ as a personal savior, for God to give me a life partner. What I like about this is I love I love these prayer requests for other people, you know, first and foremost. Yeah. So, yes, Vetlana, we're definitely – these are all noble requests. We're going to pray for that. And Allison Flores, lastly and not least, please pray for my family. Uh, there are three children, Dahlia, Mia, and Samuel Rodriguez. Uh, she want, Her husband goes to work as, as a police officer. Her parents and her sister, Karina, and her three children, Timothy, Emily, and Emiliano, her husband, Jerry – and her family, her name is Elisa Flowers. And I have to apologize. Sometimes we get these messages in Spanish and we have to, or some other language and we have to do Google Translate. Neither so one if, of us speaks Spanish. <laughs> so if I'm, if I'm not quite getting some of this right, I apologize. But basically, Allison Flores, and God knows who this is, um, wants us to pray for her and her whole family and that they be blessed and covered with his, uh, blessed by the blood, covered with his angels, that none of them get infected with the virus. Okay, well, Amen. Father God, we got a whole lot of really great prayers here. And for anyone who's still listening at home, even though this has gone long, I certainly ask that you join us in agreement here, but I'm also going to agree that your needs are met. So, Father God, we have a lot of different prayers here for financial blessings, for healings, but also for supernatural blessings like mm. um, uh, baptism of the Holy Spirit or, yes. or children who are behaving badly, um, uh, getting into conformity and behaving better and becoming saved. God, we went through all these prayers. Every one of them is a noble prayer, either for wisdom or something else that we know that you put on their hearts. And so we pray that you honor these prayers. If anything is in the lives of these people that's blocking them receiving their blessings, I pray that you remove that. And I also pray that you show them that sometimes you got to wait. One of the worst things that happens, I think people pray for things, and they pray and they pray, and then right before they get it, they give yes. up. God, have these people have the faith, a finishing faith, the faith to completion, to not just pray for these things, but to pray until they get them. Pray with expectations mm -hmm. to wait on you and rely on you. Show them why it is they're going through these things if need be. But God, help them build their faith, honor all of their prayers, and help each of these people be a testimony, a testament in the community so other people see the work that you do in their lives, so that they become believers as well, and that they go to these people and ask them to pray for them. Okay, so that people like Damon and Christine and Berto and Mary and Alana and Nazmoon, Todorko, Rebecca, Ekota, Ritian, uh, Pratiksha, uh, Segaposo, Jean, Mercy, Angelin, Svetlana, and Allison are known in their respective communities as people of faith and prayer. So when other people have needs, they go to these people here. Mm. And Father God, we pray that all of these people live and declare the works of the Lord, whether it's on social media, whether it's to anybody. Give them a great testimony that they can declare your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 That's wonderful. And we're looking forward to hearing those praise reports. Absolutely. Oh, we got a good one last night. Uh, someone we prayed for last night, you'll be happy to know, sent us a message that she got saved last night from it. So we're always really happy for that. Yes. If if you guys um, pray the call to salvation with us, we certainly want to know about it. And in fact, Kristen's going to give it to yes. us right now. So happy for you. Uh, Tammy, let us know. So Tammy, if you need any uh, further discipleship guidance, let us know. We want to be here for you. Um, and if you want to accept Jesus, you can do that now with me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. 
and I will live with you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. So definitely do that. Leave us a comment or send us a message if you prayed that prayer. Amen. All right. Guys, thanks for joining us for this episode. We really enjoyed having you. We certainly hope that you got something out of it, that you felt like uh, your, your needs are being met and we, you prayed these prayers with us in faith. Um, join us tomorrow night again, 730. Listen, do us a favor, please. We always say this, like and share the page. Invite your friends to like the page. Share the post. Share the videos. Okay, we don't ask for any money here because I don't want any... I got I to gotta preach about tithing to you because I want you to be helped and I want you to come into your financial fullness. And I don't ever want anybody saying that I'm only telling you to tithe so that you send me money. I will make zero dollars off of this. Okay, I'm not looking for money. But what we do ask you to do is please like and share the page and the post because that's how we get to more people and that's how we help them. This is our ministry. And just by liking and sharing the page, it can be part of your ministry too. All right, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Have a great day. Be blessed. And as always, be a blessing. joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing.